0: Welcome to Entrepreneur Talks Podcast, hosted by Yolobash and created by WomenClick, which empowers financial freedom for women worldwide. Entrepreneur Talks is a podcast that covers conversations with startups, founders, innovators, and top leaders from around the world who are disrupting the status quo, expanding their businesses, and bringing innovative ideas to life. YOLA's conversational tone is focused on the top questions about journey and details, the ways of thinking and acting that have led these entrepreneurs to success. Entrepreneurship, leadership, mental health, funding, finances, and other issues are covered on our podcast. Subscribe now to our podcast by joining us on Spotify. You can write on your web right now, www.enter.fm slash entrepreneur slash subscribe. Join our podcast and enjoy this powerful conversation. Women Freaks empowers financial freedom for women worldwide. Entrepreneur Talks. We are on season fourteen, and today. I'm bringing someone amazing like other times, but every time is someone extra because he's an extra for you guys. So today I have Richard blank and our topic for this session is gamifying success lessons in business and passion for restoration with Richard blank. I'm sorry, Richard one, I said, I wouldn't say your name wrong, but here we go. My name is Yolo Basz and welcome, welcome to Entrepreneur Talks Podcast. Sounds like it's going to be an amazing session today. So sit back and have a cup of tea or coffee or any drink you want and enjoy our conversation. Let's welcome Richard Blank. (laughs) Hello, Richard. Welcome to Entrepreneurs.
1: Hello, Yola. So happy to be here with you and your audience today. I have so much to share regards <laughs> to the Entrepreneur Talks podcast. And we're going to have a really good time.
0: For sure. I don't know. I started just with a lot of good vibes and I'm so sure that this is going to be amazing. We're going to have a nice time. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for taking part of this amazing times because we have this opportunity to be talking from other people with other people, I have that opportunity and you as well from other places in the world and because of that I would like you to tell us where are you talking from?
1: I am I'm speaking with you today from Central America, in Costa Rica, from uh, north of Panama and south of Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Costa Rica!
1: Costa Rica.
0: Do you speak Spanish, right?
1: Sí, hablo español. Estoy aquí por 23 años y me Costa Rica.
0: Ay, me oh, I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. So we have an
1: expression here, Yola. We say "por vida," which, as you know, means "pure life."
0: Yeah. Has a right. lot to
1: do with the culture and the attitude, and you just can't help but love it here. Once you come, you never want to leave. Yeah,
0: am sure. I've never been in Costa Rica, but it's something like remembers me. There was a movie back in the days when I was young, that I'm, I, it's one of my favorites, which is called Salsa. Do you remember that movie? It's a dance movie, Salsa. It's called, and it was, I think it was produced and made in Costa Rica. Because they oh, were really? they were in Costa Rica. And there is a song that I still remember, hearing, which is, Margarita, yo di mi vida ah beautiful <laughs> you need to watch this, this movie
1: <laughs> i'm definitely gonna check it out i gotta learn that dance we uh we're known for movies like the endless summer and surf school we have some of the best surfing in the world and um mm-hmm.
0: costa rica now is in my list i always been in my mind but not in my list but costa rica definitely is, is a beautiful place It's a dream place. I normally say it's a dream place, but you're there. Lucky
1: you. (laughs) It was a one in a million opportunity, Yola. This was not planned. A very good friend of mine owned a call center here. And back in August of 2000, I came down for just two months to teach English. And once you can get past your parents' guilt and that barn door was open, I decided to stay. And I learned the business and I was able to build a living from it.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Before we go into this, your story about that, can you tell me in three words, can you describe yourself in three words for me, please, for
1: us? I'm sorry, three words in what? I, I couldn't hear that.
0: Describe yourself in three
1: words. Oh, in three words, to describe myself. Very compassionate person. There. I love empathy, and I believe that it opens doors when you really open yourself up to be vulnerable, to learn new cultures, new languages, and knowing you're a guest in another country. It, it just really gave me that sort of positive reinforcement to stay here wow. and to pay it forward, Yola, not just financially. I really wanted to contribute to this society, and so okay. really, it's been a wonderful two decades here.
0: ran against- so compassionate and empathy and one more
1: Did you say i guess it would it would be uh fidelity is to have love for something and the first thing is to love yourself and when i was 18 years old i made a commitment to continue studying spanish at the university and trying to earn a living from it instead of following in other footsteps in finance or economics or going to very competitive ivy league schools i I had cosquillas i had mariposas i had something in me telling me to go in a certain spiritual direction and knowing good faith and good intentions i decided to really risk my life in my passion and this is why i'm here today
0: that's That's beautiful is it is is not something that we hear like often we we have people it's a lot of people driven by their money, So you're not about sure. money and you are about love and equality, sorry, fidelity and like looking for others, right? Working towards their needs, but with, a, with an amazing heart. So powerful.
1: You, you know your value. And in my mid-30s, I wanted to see how much I was really worth. So i put my hat in the ring you need maturity and impulse control but yes i like lucrative things my time is worth something but then again falling into this industry where it's an art of speech and people that are bilingual you can see them really finding fulfillment and stimulation in their jobs Mm. so unlike certain telemarketing or certain professions where people see it as a burnout or transitional they just don't want to do it in costa rica these are artists of speech these jobs pay more than most vocations, so I have extremely talented individuals here. You all it's it's a wonderful synergy environment that we've created.
0: Very good, love it. Thank you so much for. Sh- Oops, I changed this by mistake. I'm playing around. I'm always playing with these things when I'm working. When we live, it's part of the game. You know,
1: it's always fun. <laughs>
0: Yes, last time I, I did manage to put myself up, but I can't do it now. I don't know. Sorry about this. But like I said, thank you so much for sharing with me. This um, is really touching and I love it. I'm so grateful because I'm, I'm able to, to get to know you and have you here in our podcast.
1: Yo, like, I gotta ask you a question a lot of your audience understands family pressures we all grew up a certain way and a lot of your parents might have opinions or really push you into a career that you could do yeah you just might not be happy and so sometimes you have to make a decision being responsible of course but you have to choose to either live somebody else's life or to live your own life it might be a little selfish but then again you only get 100 years on this planet how do you want to click your heels and, and live your life? And so I, I decided to do it in a certain way where I know that I would have this sort of fulfillment. And um, that was very important for me.
0: I, I, I do understand and I totally um, see myself where I did have this change as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not my third is was on my fourth, What I'm trying and what I'm, I mean by this is uh, it's never too late to, to do that, to be able to, to find living in your way, not others ways or whatever they, they believe that you can do, like you just mentioned. It's really good. It gives me such-
1: Be careful to do it on a whim. I just don't want you to leave home to go get milk and not come back. You know, a lot <laughs> of stuff has to be done on momentum. You got to see if what you're doing is working. and if there's a chance that you might be able to do this long term and so um that's very important for me that that people are true to themselves so they can stay consistent they can look at themselves in the mirror and possibly even make their bed in the morning I think if they can start with that sort of core structure and that balance internally then you'll they'll be able to extend and focus on other people as well and and that's what I was able to do I was I was very good with myself I was very balanced I, I had my center that's my trunk of the tree yes. so I needed some branches and roots to be able to expand down here and that's why you either you delegate or you bring in the people that you trust yes. so you will yes. be able to grow
0: mm-hmm. mm, very good and tell me more about that, that like your story I know you started a few years ago like you just mentioned uh let's go deeper
1: oh my friend (laughs) (laughs) in northeast philadelphia (laughs) you know i'm from the from the east coast and there is no one in my family that spoke spanish but as i mentioned when i was a young man i gravitated towards it with just vocabulary and all the world's a stage so i did more dedicated practice than the average student i just didn't go to class and study i tried to speak spanish outside of the classroom and watch movies and write and read and have a lot of intercambios and really enjoy my time so as I mentioned there's a momentum there and when I went to school in Arizona in Southwest of the United States half the states use Spanish so once again I was able to practice those skills and I interned for Telemundo and sold beer for Corona so I was using I was getting a return on my investment Yola the Spanish was building the momentum and then when I was 27 I had this opportunity and I came down here and I learned this business from the inside out, not, not at sea level, Yola. I was, I was with the proletariat. I was in the cubicles. I saw the good and the bad and the happy and the sad. And then it was my turn to start the company. The most important role I had was that compassion, that empathy, giving you your dignity, allowing you to feel that you have job stability and I'm accountable for you. And the fact that you have somebody that really invests in your career and it wants you to get better, and just doesn't call you amazing but tells you why you were great last week and what you did in order to receive that compliment that sort of sincerity i believe is what gives me the sort of relationships that i have here with the people that work with me
0: mm-hmm. my god i'm so sorry richard this went off for some reason and it was saying That has a connection problem. Did Uh you could you see that we were stuck like we froze? Still
1: says live at the moment, but I can repeat something if you want me to. (laughs) It's the same story.
0: you were starting uh, and you were saying I'm from Philadelphia, and then poof, everything went. Oh,
1: gracious. I just imagine that sort of momentum, being from Northeast Philly and ending up in Costa Rica. A lot of it had to do with just loving the languages, having having the passion to continue doing it outside the class. So it's not just, it's dedicated practice. Somebody that loves the violin or painting or goes to the gym in languages, you can tell when they've invested the time. And Yoli, know, you know what's cool? When you have an accent, it bears the mark of higher education. And it's also like a beauty mark. Anybody that speaks a second language, they show that structure, that discipline. And for me, I try to expand upon that, teaching certain vocabulary to expand their ideas. Just like when I learned Spanish, the subjunctive tense, it teaches you the desire and the doubt. So -hmm. you can really understand and live that language. And so by me being a native speaker, it was my job to ensure that these agents are speaking English to the best of their abilities and still find the stimulation in it. And so just by not throwing away the art of yeah. speech today with just chat and emails, I really encourage my agents to have that interpersonal communication relationship to really show active listening, to talk about things that you hear mm-hmm. and meet. me. And that just makes it more of a, a painting instead of a print.
0: Mm, very good. So, we were, I was asking you, how did you, uh, like, when this, all this happened, uh, how did you start, like, where are you now and how did you start? You started, I know you're running the call center of it, more than I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, you're going to tell us uh, what is the main, the biggest or the main differences from there and today? what is you can
1: tell us well i've I've seen hybrid working people working virtually compared to before which was brick and mortar but this was very interesting i i can share something with your audience in regards to how i started my company i was raised by my great grandparents where if you can't pay for something in cash you just don't do it so i'm really not into taking loans out credit on a credit card or or mortgages and so When I started my company, I I launched a website, October 4th of 2007. I landed my first account February 6th of 2008. It was just one seat, but I didn't have a call center and I didn't want to overextend myself. So I was renting a turnkey station at a blended call center, almost like a internet cafe, just with no privacy. So I was legally able to pay the benefits, the taxes, the overhead, the salary and make a margin. And I was able to scale accordingly. It's just I was paying, you know, top dollar for those stations. And I was there for a couple of years. And then when I had enough capital, I rented out space, bought used furniture and used equipment that you can get for pennies on the dollar. And I was able to build out about 150 seats. And I did that for about six years. And just a couple of years ago, we purchased this building where I'm at now that can house 300 seats. But I don't need that today because once COVID hit, The government said you could have 50% of people at your office. I chose 20%, sent most of them home. We have people here, Yola, for internet redundancy, for a backup generator, for electricity and for IT support. But the market's changed. Individuals with good skill sets and and responsibility, they can work from home. There's no shenanigans. Mm. The only thing is there's isolation and you lose that sort of feeling that you get when you sit next to somebody and you can celebrate a great phone call or pick them up when they've been knocked down after a difficult call and just even my game room environment that was a place to recharge batteries and you know (laughs) friends and let off some steam and when individuals are working home they might save time and money but I also believe that it really reduces the sort of company culture that that we're capable of building here
0: yes it's true and how do you how are they feeling? Because there you go, you really, you are a person that takes care, you show love to people. So it must be very difficult for yourself as well, because getting into your, your uh, company every day and having that amount of people around and with your beautiful smile coming in and yes, let's do it. Today is the day, like yesterday was good. And now you don't have that many people. How, how was, how is for you?
1: Like a, like a camel in a desert, I'm hoping that enough energy water that I gave them while they were here can last. And we can have that sort of bond where we can pick up where we left off. But, but no, my friend, a lot of my essence, a lot of my energy, my momentum was taken away from me. I'm just not, you know, all day long walking the roads. There was, there was a lot of connection there when somebody was having a bad day. You could give them the benefit of the doubt. You could reset them. So because there's things outside the office which may be affecting their performances here. Mind you, I'm a guest in this country. I'm learning as I still go along. And, you know, it, it just it just restricts you. And since there's a lot of competition out there with Amazon, HP, Intel, and all the large call centers, somebody can leave at any time and be hired the following day. So there's a really good balance there. It's a give mm. and it's take. Yes. But things have changed. It's a lot more virtual. Now people prefer non-voice. And more and more people are distancing themselves from the sort of core relationship building that we did as as children. You know, like where we used to go outside to recess and play. Or we would sit next to one another at lunch and talk. Or we'd walk home together after after school or after work just to just to make sure everything's cool. And so um a lot of the times you can reduce attrition if a best friend works somewhere or you can see someone's full potential when they're comfortable and they start contributing more and so it makes it a little more challenging to delegate that sort of responsibility when people are not on site to be able to grow with you
0: mm, yeah it's so true. it's really true the world yeah. changed i do most of my work from home uh, on the other hand i have something that a mo- lot of people might not have which is this for example doing podcast i know i'm not close close because if we were close together we would be like yeah more hyper than i feel right now uh, but it's one thing yeah but that... i can give you
1: a high five i'm giving you a high five that's
0: more cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But is that, this is like something that uh, adds up to my week. When it comes to podcasting, I'm like, yes, I'm always after the, um, my session, I go live and I'm on fire because by the stories, by the people I get to know. But I, I wish I can give hugs as well because I love to hug people but I do understand what you can what you try you said Don't
1: yourself, Yola. you can totally feel that energy over <laughs> over these waves here you you shy <laughs> and that's the most important thing
0: Nah, no, thank you thank you we having someone here like on the chat He's coming from LinkedIn she says hello Paula Kennedy Gibson so she said hi from Scotland so this is for you and for me. That's
1: very cool. What's up, Paula? Yeah.
0: Nice to have you here. I hope you're enjoying our laughing and conversation. and amazing talk from Richard. So, <clears throat> Richard, now I, I want to ask you about that, that beautiful thing behind yourself. <laughs> the music. How do you call music box, looks like? So can you talk about your passion for restoring American pinball machines and antique Rocola jukebox? It's jukebox,
1: right? I'm a proud (laughs) Generation X that grew up in the 70s and 80s, and you know that $5 was the best on a Saturday at an arcade. (laughs) What you're seeing behind me now is a gorgeous 1961 Rocola Regis and over on this side is my private candy stash downstairs i got 13 pinball machines retro arcade machines and air hockey table plus six other jukeboxes i one man's trash is another man's treasure and i can't tell you how much i love the craftsmanship and the old machines but my purest passion are those american flipper pinball machines and so i'll drive a couple hours with a truck a couple hundred hours and i'll pick up a beauty (laughs) fix her up the store and the next thing you know i'm sitting on an amazing machine and that. i'm addicted to them and i'm willing to fall on that sword like my wife and i she can win 99 percent of the times just give me my machines and i'm a happy happy husband <laughs> I have the room for them yola my agents love them most of the machines are older than them so instead of going outside for a cigarette sitting on your phone for instagram or facebook you're in the game room you're you're making friends you're hanging out with me you're you're really, really getting ready for that second half push
0: right that's really good because makes people to engage to each other instead of the social like virtual life nowadays that's really good such a clever you're, you're
1: telling me earlier that these machines are tough to find and you found one and you played it the other day and so they could always play playstation or xbox and anything but to be able to see a classic retro machine it's a different experience for them and all we're trying to do you and i is to enrich their lives with new memories and new experiences
0: <laughs> if i find one that is i will call you from here and you come and collect from london
1: <laughs> definitely, I'll definitely find that machine. of course i will oh, you're so funny but yeah i mean it, it, as i say before it's it's you have to see the marquees and the old wheels that they have and some of the machines before they started putting on certain play fields, they were painted wood. So these machines from the 50s, 60s and 70s, you can see almost the cracks in the wood where every single machine has its own individual role. But I tell you, I, I talk to the machines, I clean them. There's a product called Wildcat 125 that can shine the surface for you. And when I go look at these machines and I'm trying to play it cool, but I can't help myself. I'm almost running to them like Dudley Moore and Bo Derek in the movie, 10. I will run into that bodega and start hugging the machine. I almost <laughs> paying them an extra $50 just to, <laughs> just to not look at me, <laughs> yeah,
0: but oh, what are you going to yeah. do? Well, oh, that's beautiful. And your machines, do we need to put a coin or they are not with a,
1: it's just play. It's so funny. If you want to buy me lunch, fine. No, all these machines are free play. <laughs> of course.
0: No, but you know, back in the, I don't know, what I remember, they have the, we need to place something like a coin. I think it's a Uh, coin.
1: These are private collections, VIP, and when you come here, you can play your brains out (laughs) until your (laughs) fingers fall off.
0: And the best thing about jukeboxes is, is, I think it's the ones that play music, right? Because I call it jukebox.
1: The old 45s with the old needles, sure. But guess what? it's expensive to fix and they break and they're delicate so sometimes you can put an mp mp3 in there or a Bluetooth so then you add unlimited music and then the sound is that much better and so we do both with the machines
0: mm-hmm. wow oh they're more modern then because okay. some of them are more <laughs> wow that's really good I love your passion about these things it's beautiful
1: weird right but i was growing up but as i say these machines were expensive and the lights it just reminds me of the great times growing up and Mm. so i just wanted to create that here and i tell you what if you're going to be an entrepreneur and start a business there's nothing better than a game room for people to hang out because i'm telling you that's where all the bonding happens at a company
0: that's right yes and do you must have people coming to you like can you sell me one can you sell many no (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> i look around and go are you talking to me <laughs> of course i'm not selling my machines they're they're home now they're exactly where they need to be yeah. <laughs> wow love it uh-huh. thank
0: you so much for sharing now let's go back to i want you to show to show me to tell me uh or describe the famous buffer boomerang technique what are you talking about
1: <laughs> let me show you an actual photograph that i have with the buffer boomerang take a oh. look at
0: this. okay that's a good question okay
1: <laughs> buffer oh, boomerang yola it's usually what happens when telemarketers are prospecting or let's just say it's any sort of conversation if somebody snaps back at you with a negative tone, what I like to do is I like to buffer that tone. I like to name drop Yola. That's an excellent question. My company is Costa Rica's call center. So there's an excellent way if somebody asks you who you are, what's your company, what do you do? Why are you here? Right. Make sure you say, Yola, that's an excellent question. The reason I'm here today is I want to be on your podcast. And so you're not compromising ethics, values, or more, it's a restructure of a conversation to readjust the tone and almost to teach somebody a lesson that they are being rude. And so um, what we try to do when we're making these appointment setting lead generation or inbound customer support calls, it's, it's really about being in the now, Yola. It's about being in that moment because you don't wanna jump ahead or think behind the mistakes that you made or what you need to say because In that moment, you will catch something. Could be a second, a couple seconds, but that's where you'll be able to anchor with someone. There's so many things you and I have anchored on today, but imagine if there's a dog barking in the background. A lot of my agents have been trained to inadvertently and passive aggressively let the client know how much we love dogs. What breed is it? What's its name? And how old is your puppy? So these are the sort of things we can connect on. Calm down. The client will realize the dog is making a little bit of noise, putting it out coming it back, and that's how we can reset conversations. And so it's really about a little bit of a zig and a zag, relaxing Uh and and being real on the phone. Mm -hmm. And that's the buffer boomerang technique so someone doesn't hang up on you, the (laughs) YOLA.
0: I actually, uh, I did not mention to you when we went into this call, came into this call because I have a dog, and I normally I tell if my dog barks, that's a dog, I'm sorry. Uh, don't get uh, like, but I try to calm down people, and that's interesting. So I'm using buffer, boomerang straight away. technique me. Oh,
1: yeah. What's your puppy's name? What breed is it? Yeah, <laughs> things like that. It's great stuff.
0: Oh wow, that's really good. So another one. You got it. I've got it here to ask you phonetic micro micro expression reading for mastering verbal tell signs is upside down Richard
1: oh I knew that I knew that good job Yola
0: (laughs) phonetic means phone and for
1: micro expression reading it's like an xy chart you're really judging how fast or slow someone is speaking how loud how soft they're speaking just just for argument's sake my friend you could put me as a fast eight a loud eight so I'd be in quadrant one in 88 what Mm -hmm. I like to do is I like to analyze 30 seconds two minute intervals because some people on a first time read they might spike or dip there's four sections of reading this in my opinion Mm -hmm. phonetics is broken down into tone rate pitch and duration your tone should always be confident and empathetic. That's the consistent variable. The mirror imaging is how fast or how loud. So I can see this spike or dip. Now, it can be manipulated YOLA. So that's why I believe the greatest phonetic tell sign is answering speed, which is kind of ironic because it's the silence, not the sound. That's why cops usually ask you a tough fourth or fifth question to see if a robber or someone is being consistent. Why do I do this? So the agents are trained to ask a clarification question, a tie down question. It gives us checkpoints in a conversation so we don't leave doors open. It allows us to give long lists of things to see if we get reinforcement that's positive or negative to start asking open-ended questions vertically. Hi. So it's slow and slow, it's buying time, it's active listening, it's engagement, It's but here's the best part, my friend. You can adjust the tone immediately by doing a company name spike where the first couple seconds of introducing yourself, you could say, hey, how's Entrepreneur Talks podcast today? I'm still using my anonymity, just not the whole call, that's shady. But at least a gatekeeper or someone that's answering the call will make it seem like I've been there before, drop a defense from a 10 to a six, maybe ask me a buffer boomerang, who are you or what's your company? But prior to being transferred to the decision-maker Yola, I'll make sure to let you know that you are amazing and I'm going to let the boss know that. That's a positive escalation verbally. And I'll also do it in writing at the end too. Why? Because I'm making nice. So I can give a gift. You gave me a pass to pitch. And when I speak to the owner, the first thing I'm going to do is compliment you, which all of a sudden starts me strong. And so, Uh, It at least is allowing me to make my case. So from an educated point of view, people make decisions. The most important thing is that I can get the time to build that relationship.
0: This is so powerful. I actually, today, I read a document when it was about the questions you're just talking. I'm like, I know this. (laughs) The open-ended questions that can bring you the sales, that can make your client to open themselves. So I'm like, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, whoa, Yola is the universe talking to you. You need to start.
1: <laughs> okay, you. And it's a great Yola. You'll still get the yes or no. Like, okay, I'll give you the best example. Yola, do you like ice cream? Yes. <laughs> hey, how about this one? Yola, what type of ice cream do you like? If you start naming flavors, A, you like ice cream, but B, I get the double double. I get to find out what flavor you like. But then you might say, I like double scoop and I like sprinkles on top. Thanks Yola, <laughs> keep on going. I mean, open-ended questions are the greatest. And then you could use a me too technique like it did with your dog earlier. What is your favorite ice cream? I am curious, Yola, what do you like?
0: <laughs> Should I say?
1: <laughs> Please do, <laughs> I would love to know.
0: Uh, I'm not a really good uh, friend of any ice cream actually. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Sorry. What
1: we just we found out that you didn't like ice cream from that open-ended question. <laughs> so what is your favorite treat if it's not ice cream? What do you like to eat when you treat yourself? You're going to laugh. <laughs> My favorite treat is cerelac.
0: Do you know what it is?
1: <laughs> what is that?
0: Cerelac. <laughs> It's a baby food. I love that. Like
1: <laughs> Well, I've never tried it. It sounds great. I'm definitely going to go for it. But I tell you what, if this were a telemarketing call, I learned something new. We could anchor on that and talk about it. But you answered my question. It was not ice cream. So instead of trying to sell you the greatest ice cream in the world, now we're talking about another thing that you enjoyed and you can... Yes. expand upon that so don't don't be so rigid there's no straight lines in nature in fact mm-hmm. i'm glad that you gave me that example because guess what more ice cream for me thank you yola <laughs> so everything's great we all win
0: right <laughs> but i will tell you another time what is of like baby food you see we have some people here audience from linkedin and they are saying hi from Surrey. from uh he's another gentleman so it's a couple of people and the lady said, baby food, lol. <laughs> yes, that's my treat. <laughs> that's
1: why you look so young. <laughs> Maybe it would, it might give me some hair if I started eating it.
0: It is it is amazing.
1: The way you talk about
0: your ju- 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 jukebox and so on, I can tell you about Cedric. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> there we go. But thank you for bringing the um, examples, really good. I could say something else about myself as well, right? So another one I have here, uh, interpersonal communication.
1: Yes, and conflict management. Absolutely. I a lot of it has to do, once again, with engagement. I, I, I do like repeating things with people. A lot of individuals on the phone will do hedging. They'll say, um, okay, ah, uh, or great well sometimes the answer is not great like we have a law firm we work with and we do intake coordination with people that have been fired and have wrongful termination and so if i'm asking you your name and talking about your address and the dates that you work somewhere some of those answers are not great you should be very neutral about that so yola your address is one two three main street is that correct yes thank you and so a lot of times you could be robotic repeat to ensure and and I also believe in military alphabet Mm -hmm. because we have such exotic names and I think it's a huge compliment to be able to spell back someone's name for them so an email doesn't bounce back or you pronounce it correctly and what's interesting here is that the Spanish vowels are different from the Anglo-Saxon vowels and so I'm allowing my agents to write certain words out phonetically but still know how to spell them so Mm -hmm. at least it sounds like it's from a certain area and so these little tricks that we do in order to make someone more proficient on the phone
0: you mean like a for alpha b for bones this kind of bravo
1: charlie delta echo do
0: you you know
1: i mean your y starts with the yankee but that's cool you know
0: uh because I i i study I studied um, travel and tourism back in the days, uh-huh. and I had to learn this kind of vocabulary to be able to talk about the the, the the flights and airlines and everything that is in the air. You need to know this. So I learned and I love it. I said, oh, even nowadays when I'm on the phone, if some call centers, they call me. They need my my name. Oh, can you tell me your date, uh, your name, please? And I'm saying... Y'all are I, I don't understand. I may, I, and then I said, would you like me to spell? And that is on the phone starts to spell, but not on this, using this. It says, why, uh, it says, I for, uh, why for uh, yogurt? You know, why for Yankee? <laughs> of
1: course
0: because that's the I basic always say for
1: my clarification because i believe it gives me permission to ask so it's for my edification clarification and then Yola, a lot of people we speak with have served in the military or know somebody so instead of the call ending there might be a couple extra minutes to talk about their service or where they where they traveled in the world and those are the things my friend that can custom make a voicemail and email doing that due diligence before calling a company will enable you to have that sort of momentum and to separate yourself. So I'm not just calling you ma'am. This is my friend Yola. This is the Entrepreneur Talks podcast. We, we read about one another. We're interested in, in each other's lives. And, and I believe that that will increase your odds of that sort of relationship building because it's extremely sincere and it's the sort of person that has done a little bit different than just carpet bombing making phone calls and hoping for the best no 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 every relationship is should be done slowly and look at somebody else's pace and know their parameters and that's why we do things internationally and you can learn that way as well
0: mm-hmm. wow do you have a timeline that you can be on the call with a spec- doesn't sound like uh, it's necessary to have a time like for your for your employees they have, yeah
1: wonderful Yola it's such an intelligent question let me break it down in a couple different ways there are metrics that we have clients have expectations if it's inbound support we need to resolve this issue in a first call and in a timely manner but then again If you hold someone's feet to the fire to only be on the phone for 10 minutes and you rush the end of the call, it's not that sort of relationship with Yola. There there might be a moment where a client is explaining how we could have done things better or maybe giving more uh, some references for me to call to build my business. How about an upsell? I mean, these are certain things that you have to take into consideration the value of a client. And by making a phone call tight and rushing, it's only going to throw somebody's game off we're not on the phone for 10 hours but my friend yola if you want to talk to me a little bit about your business and about how you grew and and your family and your adventure don't you think that that would only make our relationship that much better you gave me so many goodies to talk about and to and to really enjoy and so i i like when clients can expand to me if they're just um black and white balls and strikes and that will never work Mm. you you need to make sure that people can leave something on the table and that you are able to be forthright you can make suggestions you can be coachable and you can you can adjust and if we can do this together then there's no reason why two teams can't join and become even even that much more stronger
0: right it's good thank you thank you thank you thank you so much well now i was thinking I want to I be on the phone with you, like are I want to be with one of your team, like <laughs> call somewhere. It is possible because I'm here. I know sometimes I get people from Portugal, from another country, for Apple, for example, they are everywhere. And for some reason, UK is a lot of uh, people on the call center in, Portu- in Portugal. And then I end up with my country. I'm like, yes. And we start to talk about a lot of things. And, but no, nothing related, to the computer or anything. That I was starting, and he's so, he gives me so much. Uh, it's so pleasurable. It's like yes, that person is with me, and then we go back to, to the to the situation. The what I might need, But it's amazing. I totally but i want to go into your call can i get a a call from your call center
1: (laughs) absolutely the fact that you have that desire to do it i think it's amazing but don't sell your soul (laughs) be careful about doing that um how about this yola when the agents come into the call center i address fear by learning a second language is 10 times harder than any campaign i could put you on and then again if you're not afraid of a police officer or a teacher why would you be afraid of me? If you're coming to work on time, pen at the ready and coachable, we have a match made in heaven. And then once again, being a native English speaker, I will extend certain vocabularies that are diplomatic and strategic. We have a quality control department, so we'll listen to your calls and we'll grade you on key performance indicators. But my friend, I, and you have this in abundance, and this is something you can't teach. It's, these are the soft skills. Yola, I could easily teach you a CRM and how to use a headset and phone system. But my friend, you have this smile, you have this personality, you're engaged. And so that's something that will only make someone a top producer because they have these natural skills and they seem to enjoy their job. And it's not a grind oh. to them, it's not a burnout. And, and that's why you would be very successful on a phone call, Yola. Oh,
0: that's really good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now all all these (laughs) questions that I did to you, and you also in two of them you showed that paper. Um, If someone wants to grab these examples, that is possible. They can connect with you on social media, or they can get um, any anything, any tips like you just provided us today is there any any way that we can get documents or a free call with you basically how they can people
1: reach you (laughs) connect with you so many ways you can buy a first class plane ticket and come visit me here which would be fun maybe we'll do our second podcast here yolo how's that sound
0: love it i love it i'm getting
1: down done We have a large facebook fan page about 111,000 local costa rican ticos which will give your audience a chance to understand costa rica and the business process outsourcing industry but once again there's no seminar there's no 1995 book if your client would love to touch base with me just introduce themselves and share a script or run some ideas there's no forest hands put your credit card and checkbook away i don't need any money i'd love to meet yola's friends and see what we can do and and just take it from there but I I can't thank you enough I had the best time on your show today and Yola you bring the best out of everybody
0: thank you thank you thank you thank you I'm so grateful but so I do believe that just to tell to my audience right now that any way that you can connect with Richard is going to be on the description for this podcast session right now so believe will be a website and then the facebook group i don't know i can't remember if it's there but that's the way anyone can connect with you and once again richard i really do feel what i'm gonna say i love it i love it (laughs) to have you here today and thank you so much for each, each 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 of examples and tips and teachings that you just brought in a simple and beautiful way and the sharing about your joke 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 jukeboxes and pinballs machines love it thank you so much
1: (laughs) so much fun thank you yola
0: you're welcome you take care and i'm no count with me because i'm coming to costa rica (laughs) me <laughs> aguarde
1: worry, that, that sounds like a plan. We'll get you at the airport, and then we're off and running.
0: No, no. no but first we're going to go on to see the Joe joke box and play a little bit of pinball.
1: We got to start with recess first, of course, Yola. <laughs> Absolutely. You
0: take care, Richard. God bless you. Bye. Now, Yola. Bye-bye
1: and- now.
0: Women
1: on. worldwide.
0: Entrepreneur Talks is a podcast that covers conversations with startups, founders, innovators, and top leaders from around the world who are disrupting the status quo, expanding their businesses, and bringing innovative ideas to life. Yolo's conversational tone is focused on the top questions about journeys and details, the ways of thinking and acting that have led this entrepreneurs to suffer. Entrepreneurship, leadership, mental health, funding, finances, and other issues are covered on our podcast. Subscribe now to our podcast by joining us on Spotify. You can write on your web right now, www.podcast.com enter.fm slash entrepreneur talk slash subscribe join our podcast and enjoy this powerful conversation women fleet empowers financial freedom for women worldwide